Welcome to Negotiation with Alice, your negotiation podcast. I am here to answer all your questions about anything and everything negotiation-based. It can be about something with your children, your spouse, your friends, your colleagues, your family, your parents. Come on the show, ask me a question, and I will give you negotiation advice. Welcome to the show. I'm very excited today to have S.J. Harrison as my guest. S.J., please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm S.J. Harrison. I'm a voice and performance coach for public speaking. And I start with the voice because it's really the epicenter of our communication with the world. So we start with breath, which is the engine of the voice. But also at the same time, I'm really finding out from people what they're struggling with psychological, psychologically, rather, with public speaking, and how I can support them further to transform that. So I have a lot of tools at my disposal to use to do this. I trained as an actor. I'm also a playwright. And so much of this comes from my own training as an actor in London and the different things that we did around voice and text, as well as being able to help people craft impactful text, because that's something that I've looked at both as an actor and also in my current work as a playwright. So writing is a big part of what I also do. So it's a holistic process, really, in terms of how I approach people, because we are mind, body and emotion, and they all interact together. And I tend to centralize working with the body with a view to having some technical solutions to emotional problems. So it has an aspect of somatics, although that's not necessarily something I directly talk about. I do highlight how bringing the voice forward, articulating more fully makes you feel differently in your speaking. And as you see the impact you're beginning to have, of course, that also builds your confidence. So therein I call myself a holistic coach because I'm using all these different aspects to help people show up for speaking. And it looks quite different sometimes person to person. It really depends on their work, what their needs are, their personality. So I'm really trying to get to know someone, first of all, to work out how I can best support them individually. Wonderful. I love that we have theater in common because I was mm-hmm. I studied acting as well. So you know, we're fellow thespians. So, and, and you're totally right in that. I use a lot of the the studio acting work that I did in mm-hmm. my current work, you know, with the body, with the breath, all of that stuff. So I totally understand what you're talking about. And so I'd love to um, hear today what your question is regarding, uh, I believe you're going to talk about agreements. Yes, Alice. So this is a thing that's really important to me because I think quite a bit before I make an agreement. And I'm the kind of person who words and actions are quite tightly tied to each other. So if I say I'm going to do something that that's not to mean I never fall down on it, but I really do intend and aim to do that thing. And then if that thing uh, doesn't feel comfortable as I go into it, I revisit and I'll communicate about that with the other person I've made an agreement with, hopefully, for the most part, right? I've noticed that everybody's very different. So sometimes people make agreements and really it's aspirational. So 
they may have a lot of ideas. They may be very flexible as people. And so they might say, yes, sure, I'll do that thing. And then it doesn't actually happen. So in your work, I'm really curious to know, how do you take the measure of an agreement that comes out of a negotiation or of those next steps? How do you, is there a holding people accountable in any way? Is there a sense you'll sometimes get? I'm not sure if this is actually an agreement. It sounds like it, but are there signs of that? I'm really interested in this whole subject. Sure. And, you know, given that I do mediations, I'm constantly making sure that these agreements are documented. So I would say number one is to document what the agreement is. If it's informal between friends, the way you can document it is via a recap via an email. Mm. Just to say, hey, SJ, just want to recap what we talked about today. We agree that I will do this and you will do this. Right. So it could be as informal as that. But it's best to never leave agreements as verbal only. Mm. All kinds of things go sideways. I've seen when people, I mean, people do things like, oh, we just did, you know, an agreement for living together and there's no lease agreement. There's no sublease agreement. And then it's a big mess, right? Because suddenly, oh, well, SJ said this and you're like, no, I didn't. I never said that. And now it's all he said, she said. So to best avoid that, anytime you have an agreement at the very minimum, document it via email. If you've ever wondered, how do I get my spouse to do more of their share of the chores? Or you figure, how can I convince them to go on this vacation? You're basically negotiating. So if you'd like to get better at negotiation so that you can have better outcomes in your life, please check out Alice's negotiation courses. You can find them at negotiationwithalice.com. Please visit my website, come and join and be a part of our small group negotiation course, and I will get your negotiation chops a lot sharper. If it's a little bit more formal than just an email, then you want to just draft it, just write it. It doesn't have to be in a legal contract, but just have a sheet of paper that you write down. This is the agreement between Alice and SJ. Alice agrees to X, Y, and Z, and we document it that way. Mm-hmm. Now, you can take it another step further where if you feel like things will get broken, right? Like agreements will get broken, then you can always put in a stipulation, that's a sort of a legal term, but what would happen in the event? Like what's the automatic default action that happens if someone breaks the agreement, right? So in the court of law, when I'm doing um, landlord-tenant, one of them just says, okay, you'll pay this much money for back rent by this date. If you don't do it, you we automatically get a default judgment in court, Right. So that automatically happens. So then you have to get one step more creative besides what the agreement is to say, if this doesn't happen, the default action that's going to happen is this. So there's a consequence that's built into the agreement. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of have to think about what's important to you, what's important to them. Maybe like, let's say if you and I are working together and I make an agreement that I'm going to do something by such and such date, you could potentially say, if you don't hit that deadline, I'm free to break this contract and work with someone else 
like immediately if you miss this deadline. Well, that means that there's an automatic consequence built into the contract that you and I have put in, right? So that you can move forward even if I break the agreement. Now you're like, mm -hmm. okay, I'll do this. Or it could be that you pay me 50% upfront and if I don't hit the deadline, I am now defaulting and not going to get the second 50%. Right. So you want to put something in there that is going to motivate me to make sure that I follow the agreements mm -hmm. because the consequence is going to be dire for me. Right. Right. Yeah. That, that makes so much sense. And I think that can apply to family settings as well. I'm thinking of parenting. You yes. know, what, what does, what happens if these things don't, don't occur? Now here's the really important piece, especially when it comes to parenting and you're parenting your kids the most important thing in doing this is that you set this up before it happens. You don't right. want to say, hey, by the way, we made this agreement, you broke it, and now I am going to create oh, a yeah. consequence that you don't know about because they will be upset because they're like, well, this wasn't discussed and now you're telling me. And even though your argument is, well, you broke the agreement, if they don't know that the consequence is coming down the road, people, little people, adults, what have you, they will get upset. However, if you let them know, by the way, if you break this part, the automatic consequence is going to be this. Then when it happens, they're not surprised. Right. I absolutely agree with that. And so it makes your life as a parent much more smooth because you can easily implement consequences because you've already let them know, here's the consequence that's automatically going to happen. You're going to lose this privilege. You're going to lose screen time, whatever it is. So then when you say, oh, look, you didn't do it. So remember, we talked about this. The consequence is this. And then you just move on from there. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. So you can absolutely yeah, very helpful. use it in um, any way. And even with with kids, it's always good to just maybe shoot a little reminder email to say this is our agreement or write it on a piece of paper and put it on the fridge to say this was the agreement if they're important enough, because, you know, these days everyone's lives are so so busy that it's easy to forget things. So it's good to put reminders and maybe highlight the deadline. This is the deadline you have to do it by, or you have to do the dishes by, or you have to fold your clothes by this time or this day mm -hmm. and have it so that everyone can see it. And they're reminded of it because otherwise people do say, Oh, I forgot. I didn't realize it I mean, because you know, we've got really busy schedules, right. even, including kids. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, SJ. And if people want to work with you, how can they reach you? I am found in many places. The most obvious place is probably my website because you can access everything there. SJHarrisonCoach.com. SJHarrisonCoach.com. I also have a podcast and that can be accessed from the site as well as other free materials. I have a free class that you can access again from the site. What is the name of your podcast? On the breath. And On the breath. See it. Whoops, I'm reversed. It's right here. Yeah. Okay, great. Wonderful. So yeah, to listeners, please tune in to On the Breath with SJ Harrison and contact SJ if you'd like to work with her. Thank you for tuning in to Negotiation with Alice your negotiation podcast. It's been a pleasure having you be part of the conversation. Please hit like, share, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. If you enjoyed my podcast, Negotiation with Alice, and are interested in working with me, 
to level up your negotiation, communication, and persuasion skills, please check out ShekinahNegotiationAcademy.com. That's Shakina spelled S-H-I-K-I-N-A, NegotiationAcademy.com. See you on the next podcast.